Welcome back, everyone. I'm Roger Guinness's Rants About News Daily for Thursday, November 30th, 2023. The Israel and Hamas truce has been extended to a seventh day. Minutes before the truce was set to expire, it was extended for another 24-hour period. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who is the top U.S. diplomat in the region, meeting with Israeli leaders, said the pause has helped get more aid into Gaza and secure the release of over 100 hostages. Meanwhile, mediators are continuing to press on with talks to extend the truce even further to free more hostages and let even more aid into Gaza. The story behind the current state of the economy. The New York Times published a report on why the public's perception of the economy doesn't match up with what I would normally call the facts, but the facts aren't currently known yet. What is known, though, are the numbers, and the numbers are shocking. At times, it seems as though the numbers and perception have two separate realities. Case in point, the numbers say consumer products are 20% higher in price than they were before and during the pandemic. Housing is 47% higher in cost over the same period, and a majority of the working class has the perception that we are in a silent depression that the government just isn't talking about. This doesn't exactly line up with the actual health of the economy, whereas the economy is currently very strong and again, according to the numbers. We're spending more than ever judging from the record-breaking holiday season we just had, just shy of $1 trillion spent. Inflation is dropping, now at 3.4%, and the unemployment rate is also at a low at 3.9%. They ended up blaming social media for the public's perception of the current economic phenomena. But I'm not sure I buy that explanation. When Americans have more debt on average than we've ever had. The New York Fed's Quarterly Household Debt and Credit Survey, the HHDC, shows that total customer debt stands at $17.29 trillion as of the third quarter of 2023. That's a record high. And according to Experian, the average total consumer household debt in 2023 is at $103,000. I know a lot is relative, but that's a lot. I think it's more likely that the economy seems bad because it is. And we as American consumers don't care that prices are up. We want what we want no matter the cost. And that thing right there is what's causing record sales and record debt. Life expectancy of new babies in the U.S. Babies born in the United States in 2022 gained roughly a year in life expectancy compared to babies born a year earlier, the federal data showed on Wednesday, making progress after two consecutive years of declines largely due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Life expectancy at birth for 2022 newborns was 77.5 years, up from 76.4 years in 2021, but still lower than the average of 78.8 years expected of those born in 2019, data from the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention suggests. Despite this, the average age gap between men and women continues to grow, with women outliving men by six years. Apple's new name drop features causing some concern. Ever since the police dropped the PSA to parents on Twitter, warning them of the dangers of their child's new iPhone name drop feature, claiming that their information is at risk. If you don't know what name drop is, it's just like AirDrop, where you can send pictures and videos from iPhone to iPhone without needing to know someone's contact information. As long as the phones are close to each other, they can see each other and transfer media back and forth. Name drop allows this sort of functionality, but for contact information. If you tap two iPhones together, they will initiate a transfer of contact information, which is what causes law enforcement and other groups some concern. The issue I have with this is that, sure, someone could tap your child's iPhone with malicious intent, but it has to be physically confirmed via a confirmation pop-up message on both phones before any data transfer can happen. And sure, someone could coerce your child into accepting the confirmation, but at that point where your child is taking out his or her phone and doing what a stranger says they should do, your child has already lost the battle, no matter what features being used on the phone. 
So I guess if people are paranoid and concerned about strangers getting their child's information, they could just turn this feature off. Done deal. In all honesty, though, I think a conversation with your child about strangers in general would be a far better use of your time. Scanning documents with Google Drive. Google Drive users on Android have had the ability to scan documents and save them as PDFs for a long time now. However, recently Google has upgraded that feature for Android users adding automatic captures among other upgrades, which I'm sure includes some AI touch-ups, and is also rolling out these features to iOS users. Once you download Google Drive from the App Store, you can tap on the plus or new button and select scan. Hover your phone over the document you want to scan and the app will automatically go to auto capture, in which case it will almost always immediately put a blue outline around the document and then scan it. Once your document is scanned, you can crop it, filter it, retake it, add it, delete it. If you'd prefer, you can do a manual scan by selecting manual on the scan page. Then when you're ready, tap the shutter button. You can also add additional pages to the PDF by tapping the plus sign next to the thumbnail of the scan. When you're ready, tap done at the top right corner of the screen. That's it, an easy way to make really good PDFs on your phone from paper you need to scan. Enjoy. And that's the show for today, everyone. I hope you got some value for your time today and that you join me again tomorrow for more stories. But until then, take care.